Salutations, worshippers. Just a quick word from your host, Thor. Yes, the awesome deity of vast renown, to appraise you of a few trifling matters. Firstly, that the God Knows podcast is brought to you by Monkey Pump Productions. And yes, they are trying to steal credit for what is essentially a godly creation. Sheer daylight robbery. Ask Hermes if you don't believe me. Yes, he is the god of thieves, imbecile. Luck it up. Secondly, and I really mean this, this is not a show for children. God swear, a lot. And we rarely bleep them out once the show starts. We also engage in adult, if puerile, conversation. We're gods, what do you expect? Thirdly, my father, Odin, he sees all. Including if you leave us a five-star rating or not. Believe me, he will let me know. Failure to five-star us will lead to me exploding your ass. I'm the god of war and thunder. Trust me, I have the means, if you'll give me the motivation. Don't suffer the remainder of your tiny existence with an exploded arse. It happened to my good friend Sigurd. Latrine time is no joke. Welcome to the God News Podcast. <laughs> mead, roast your chestnuts, and ready thyself for a very special festive edition of the God Knows Podcast, a joint venture with those credit-stealing twats at the Monkey Pump Productions. I am the majestic and sexually attractive Thunder God Thor, and as ever, we're coming to you live from Valhalla, also known as the tiny attic conversion above our cute Terry's house. Yes, thank you for that timely reminder, Amon. I love it when you undermine my introductions. No problem, Thor. What's your tech support? I'm always here to lend a hand. Fucking demons. And by the way, I told you to bedeck Valhalla with all the decorative seasonal accoutrements fitting for this time of year. I did! I trimmed up the feasting hall earlier. Look around! It's most sparkly. What's that long-haired metallic jizz you festooned around the place? That's tinsel, Thor! Specifically from the chef buyer's middle aisle. That's not tinsel. Where's the dripping blood and other bodily fluids? What are you talking about? Well, back in my day, the Norse arranged the innards of Christians upon the boughs of evergreens, the northern lights dancing high above, and the forests a glorious crimson spectacle of intestines. Dear Lucifer! And the best decorated fur would be awarded the honour of being that season's fleshmas tree. But, but why? Well, because it was a huge mass of flesh, of course. No! I mean, why all the icky blood and gore? To welcome the winter solstice. Yuletide. Wonderful. Seems perhaps a little excessive? Well... How better to let me and the rest of the gods feel appreciated? I mean, if they forgot the Christian innards, 
<laughs> Maybe we'd forget to make it spring when the time came. Eternal winter for the ungrateful fuckers. <laughs> but the seasons are caused by the Earth's orbit around the sun. Well, according to Copernicus. Anyway, those horn-helmeted knuckle-draggers didn't know that. And my father, Odin, really hates Christians. That Jesus took all the limelight is such an attention whore. Yes, but still, guts are so yucky. That's what made the whole spectacle so damned funny. <laughs> to be fair, though, Yuletide wasn't all about the guts. No? What else did you get up to? Apart from quaffing our own body weight in mead? Yes. Well, us Norse gods started all the present-giving thing. Wasn't that Saint Nicholas pretender? Really? I didn't know that. Oh, yes. Odin would gallop through the starry sky on Schlepnir, his eight-legged flying horse. Schlepnir's your nephew, isn't he? Yes, my brother Loki is his mum. Long story. Anyway, Odin would hand out coal to all the good little Viking boys and girls. Don't you mean call for all the naughty children? Do you know how bastard cold it is in Scandinavia at this time of year? Trust me, coal is a blessing. Makes sense, I suppose. All the good boys and girls all snuggled up in front of the toasty fire. The snow falling silently outside of their wooden cabins. Exactly. And my father would give them one piece of coal for every Christian they'd slain that year. Two for monks. <laughs> Wonderful. Every Christian they'd slain? Satan preservers. Are they well the good children? What did the naughty ones get? Uh, well, usually a beheading. Sometimes Odin would bloody eagle them. Depended on his mood, really. This is beyond the pale. Well... Dad liked to keep those Christian numbers down. He could see the way things were going, and he wasn't wrong. There's billions of the tambourine-bashing fuckers. Anyway, you're from Helheim. Surely your own Yule traditions were worse. Um, well, we didn't have many, really. Your tide is not exactly a thing down there. And for obvious reasons, celebrating Christmas is frowned upon. But how about before, when you were an angel up in heaven? That was before Jesus was born, so zilch, really. So you never celebrated Yule before I was lumbered with you? I suppose there is one thing. Silly, really. They still let me pop down to join in. Go on. Well, each year, all the demons get together for a party. We dress in our finest robes, you know. Try and outdo each other. Have drinks and snacks. Sandwiches cut into triangles. Tiny sausages on sticks. Miniature carapes, Prosecco. And we have a lovely catch-up. Well, sounds a little insipid. Then, we retrieve Mariah Carey from cold storage. Take turns with hairdryers to melt her ice block. When she's defrosted, we send her to Earth to torture the martyrs with that Christmas song of hers. All I want for Christmas is you? That's the one! <laughs> Gods, that song is hideous! You sadistic... Bastards! It's way worse than what we did to the Christians. No, no, I disagree. I adore that tune. All I want for Christmas. Stop singing that shit, Tim. You're still on a warning over Charon. I have no idea why everyone hates it so. It's delightful. And besides, it's much nicer than that horrific tree of yours. Listen, 
the Fleshmas tree was the beating heart of Yuletide. Which reminds me, did you get one from the chuffed buyer? Get what? A beating heart, of course. It's not really a Fleshmas tree without its beating heart topper. Funnily enough, the chuffed buyer doesn't sell those. The trick, you see, is to wait until the very last second to gouge it from the Christian's chest. You get it on top of the tree quick, then the whole tribe holds hands and sings, Oh, Fleshmas tree. That's a traditional Norse carol. If the heart manages to beat for the entire length of the song, it means good fortune for the coming year. Rich monasteries to plunder, fat monks to slay. So beautiful. Sweet queefs of Lady Beelzebub, the Vikings were weird. Good times. Good times. Fuck me, forgot we had a show to do. And I'm also joined by my trusty comrade, the tubular titan of alcoholic tipples, Dionysus. Greet the mortals, pal. Hello, every dude. Who shittled in your mead horn? Oh, dude, it's Thongy. He wasn't just underwear, man. He was my best friend. Thinking about the way he went, man, it made my brain all gnarly. I miss him so much, Thor. <clears throat> yes, well, uh, for those of you mortals that missed the last show, perhaps a recap of events may prove useful. I don't think I could relive that all over again. Hang in there, Dion. Cover your ears if you must. Be tactful, Thor. When was I ever anything thus? Hell preservers. Well, without going into too much detail, dear listeners, our last guest, the cryptid Mothman, surreptitiously ate our garments, tunics, hosiery, cod pieces and all, while Valhalla was blanketed in total darkness. As requested by Mothman's agent, due to a problem he has with light. Yes, demonstrably, photons are like crack to moths. As we all witnessed, or would have done if the lights had been on. True. Well, anyway, one of the victims was Dion's loincloth. Thong! He was a thong! And his name was Thongy! Yes, well, uh, Mothman digested him too. <laughs> and he'd been with Dion since the 1970s. <laughs> it was a gift from Sir Roderick Stewart following a legendary rock concert. When I got him, he was still warm. It makes all the difference. <laughs> Apparently so. Um, if you mortals want to hear more, you'd best listen to our last episode, The Mothman Cometh. Well, like you should have done before firing this one up. I always forget just how pitifully stupid mortals are. Like a meal constituting a whale betwixt two slices of bread. They are indeed ninnies. Do not despair, Dion. As I've said before, just write to Rod and ask him to supply you with a replacement. He has thousands of the things. Every animal print imaginable, live and extinct. I tried that, man. I got no reply. It was like I never introduced him to that Maggie May gang. He'd be nothing without me, dude. Ungrateful bastard. Anyway, I decided to take to plan B. I broke into his LA crib. To steal undercrackers? Doesn't he have an entire thong wing? Yes, and yes. And I take it things didn't go quite as expected. No, man, it got real gnarly. 
The Thongwing was like this fast labyrinth, guarded by this giant Amazonian she-warrior. Are you sure it wasn't the current Mrs. S? They're always at least three feet taller than him. It could have been, I suppose. Anyway, she was real tough. Boss level badass. I had to flee. I thought I'd blown the whole heist. Oh no. What a disappointment. Yeah, it was not triumphant. But then, while I was making my way out of the mansion, I had like a stroke of luck. I heard Rod whistling Baby Jane from behind the bathroom door. He was laying a dookie. When a mortal is at their most vulnerable, nice. Exactly. Wow. So what did you do? I like quietly opened the door. He didn't spot me at first. Probably concentrating on the job. He was reading the Beano. Ooh, that was lucky. I love Dennis. He's such a little menace. <laughs> so I got down to my knees, then crawled real slow towards him. Could see like a zebra pattern thong sitting on the leather pants around his ankles. Zebra skin. Bingo. So exciting. Sexy too. Anyways, he was really into his comic. You know, chuckling and like with his whistling and all. I thought I'd sneak his pants off, no trouble, man. Oh no, did he catch you? It was his damn leather pants, see? So tight, you know how he wears them? Legs like withered licorice sticks. Rob must have felt me tugging at him. He looked over his beano and then... Then what, Dion? Then what? That's when all hell broke out. <laughs> Splendid. I take it you kicked his bare ass up and down the latrine. Nah, man. Rod fights like a honey badger on angel dust. Oh, come on. The little fellow is a mere mortal. Correction. Rock. God. He's got like these, like, godly combat skills. No way. Yes way. See his bleach spiky hair? That ain't been washed since 1981. Think of all that moose. Lucker, Studio 5 gel, styling wax, hairspray, gorilla glue, and bodily fluids. It's all been building up and like setting for decades. Gods, must be like a porcupine fought from Sky Iron. Lethal. Totally. Rod started charging at me like a minotaur, hoping like to impale me on his rock star doom. So violent! Yeah, man, he was, like, grunting and snarling, galloping up and down, trying to gore me. If I managed to get his pants off, I could have used him like a matador's cape. And you had no weapon of your own, Dion? Nah, man, you know me. I'm a lover. I'm not a fighter. So what did you do? Well, I tried reasoning with him, but he's worked himself up into, like, a feral state. He would not negotiate. Apparently, dookie time. Is sacred to Rod. Well, everyone knows that. Well, I didn't, Thor. Had no choice but to get out of there quick as I could. Man, left thongless and heartbroken. Oh, such a perilous tale. I have a couple of questions. Had Rod finished his poo-poos before the fight began? And is he getting enough fiber? Odin's crusty taint. You are a Fucking deviant, Amon. Not at all. Just inquiring about Roderick's health. 
Mmm, yes. I'll wager you 50 florins you're nursing a semi right now. Hey! Stop ogling my demonic dongle! Besides, you can't afford that bet. A month's supply of nachos for Cupid, wasn't it? I still say that that bet was rigged. There's no way those tiny wings carried his colossal ass off the ground. I suspect some dark magic at work. Almost demonic. But who would be so foolish? I mean, woe betide anyone stupid enough to try hoodwinking the god of thunder. Yes, uh, <laughs> woe betide them indeed. <laughs> uh, but uh, had we best not get on with the show? Uh, in a minute. Dion's really down in the dumps. Come on, chum. Tell us what your annual festivities were like. They were okay, I guess. I mean, they were pretty different to your yuletide, dude. How so? Well, we had this thing back in Alia. Ah, yes. That was held in your honor, wasn't it? I mean, it was named for you. Nuh-uh. It's this whole of a dude, Bacchus. We keep going through this, Dion. Bacchus is just what the Romans called you. You are he. Nuh-uh. It's you, my friend. Nuh-uh. Look, I know it's confusing, but every now and then, you inhabit your Roman alter ego. And when you do, you're a Texas restaurant owner with a chain of barbecue establishments. You chargrill mythical creatures. You even ran an advertisement on our last episode. Nuh, to the uh. I think I'd remember that. We've taken you to an oracle counselor and everything. You have no recollection at all? You guys are crazy. Okay, this is going nowhere. Just tell us about your Bacchanalia celebrations. Not much to tell. The usual stuff. Drink wine till you like barf. Eat food till you like barf. Eat food till you want to burst but you can't barf. So you get a slave to tickle your tonsils with a peacock feather till you like barf. So a lot of barfing then? Yeah, the vomitorium was overflowing. This is worse than Thor celebrations. Then there was like a ton of sex, a total orgy vibe, animal, vegetable, mineral, the works. Yum, vomit and rumpy pumpy, a heady mix. Ooh. Amazingly, that tradition hasn't stood the test of time. No, I don't think I've ever seen that feature on a John Lewis advert. Oh, God. What whiny cover version would they use for that? Oh, how about something by Vom Jones? The green, green splash of foam. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, very good. With a cover sung by Sick Astley. A festive sick rolling. <laughs> oh, 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 can you imagine? And that's before they've eaten a chuff by a prawn ring. <laughs> oh, God. Those things are food poisoning roulette, though. <laughs> yes, prawns are bottom feeders. Sort of like the guests at Dion's Bacchanalia parties. <laughs> You're in the zone tonight, Amon. I'll give you that. <laughs> that's what your mum said. Right. I think that's enough of your tight past. We'd better get on with the show. I'll deal with you later, Amon. Mothers are off limits. You know that. And you still haven't told me who you booked, Dion. Hope it's a cavalcade of seasonal superstars for our Yule special. Uh, Thor, I booked the guests. Dion hasn't really been up to it. Odin's fucking tits. This is Yuletide. You probably booked a whole company of musical theatre wankers. Look, it's fine. They're very appropriate. 
Well, they'd better be seasonal, festive, and up for wassailing the shit out of us. Oh, they are. They are. They will be, I pinky swear. Somehow I don't believe you. I know your tricks, demon. Thor, whenever have I lied to you? Well, what about the time you told me Whoopi Goldberg and Gerard Depierdeur had gotten married and birthed a child called Whoopi Depierdeur? <laughs> I went and told all the lads. You look like a real Goldbrain, Thor. Yes, thank you, Sigurd. Insert a saggy scrotum was that? Ah, that's our guest. I've been told they have a real flair for the dramatic. Of course they fucking do. And we've only just had that window repaired, following the whole Mothman debacle. I'm not made of florins. Um, hello? Is this the God Knows podcast? Sorry about the window. I can't control this jetpack. It's a brand new design. Ah, there you are, Fizzy and Jizzy. So good to finally meet you both in person. Fizzy and Jizzy? Elfson, you mean? <laughs> ah, yes, Elfson. <laughs> Any trouble getting babysitters for the kiddies? Elves don't have kids. We must produce in a factory in Lapland. They simple like idea furniture. I'm at least 70% pie! Well, that explains why you're so fucking wooden. Don't quit your day, young mate. Anyway, what made you think we have children? Well, when I called to ask you to come on the show, you said you'd ask Jizzy when he'd finished dropping off the kids at the pool. <laughs> <laughs> what? What's so funny? Well, it sounds like Jizzy was laying a yule log when you called. A yule log? Releasing a chocolate hostage? Throttling a Mars bar? Crimping one off? No? What are you talking about? Turkey Twizzlers, your demon is dumb, mister. You're not wrong there. You know what? I don't hate you guys as much as I first thought. <laughs> yeah, we get that a lot. Fizzy? Jizzy? Fizzy? Jizzy? Wait a second, dudes. Sure I know you from somewhere? Oh, I don't think so. <laughs> oh, nice table you've got here. Terrific craftsmanship. <laughs> oh, so glad you noticed. Interesting story, actually. This is made from the whole of the Wild Hunt's Galleon. It's mostly toenails That's and... it! That's where I seen you. You will serve me at Grand Summers. I was searching for a replacement thongy. You ain't Santa's elves. You're like hers. <coughs> Grand fucking Summers? Well, that explains the bestudded PVC outfits. Very, um, gimpy? Are those arseless chaps? Mister, all chaps are arseless. Well, I beg to differ. I'm a chap, and my boot is literally divine. It's won competitions, you know. And for the listeners at home, you've most likely not heard of Grand Summers. She runs this sordid adult wears emporium down the way. A backstreet affair. Real old skank. Proper man-eater. You heard that right, guys. Grand Summers. Not to be confused with Ann Summers. 
Who's this entirely different chick? No, like, copyright infringements to see here. Indeed, Dion. Grander Summers is a putrid geriatric purveyor of all things perverted, specializing in all manner of gizmos and gimpery. Hey, you two, get your elf hinds out of my chairs. If you insist on being arse out, you'll be standing for the remainder of the show. We can't help it, mister. They're our uniforms. Mistless makes us wear them. Even so, if your elven cheeks are being near that woman, they're not touching my antique feasting thrones. I suppose they're not to blame for Grand Thor. They're just her employees. Slaves! This just got us in the divorce settlement and master threw her out. To be honest, I've no idea how he put up with that trollop for as long as he did. Master is a very busy old soul. He didn't know half of what went on. Well, clearly. But, God, she's a ghastly old crone. We were all surprised when she reverted to her maiden name. Originally, she wanted to call the shop Mrs. Crinkle's Kinky Cabin. But the master put a stop to that right away. The divorce solicitor got a court order. She's not allowed to use the names or themes of Kringle, Claus, Christmas or Noel in any context. It's just as well. Imagine the poor children walking past her shop. It would put them off Christmas for life. Candy cane dildos in the window would do the trick. Odin's tits, but she's a horror bag. And you say she got you elves in the divorce settlement? Yes, just us two though. The rest of the elves stayed with Master in the North Pole, making children's toys, rather than sex toys. I can't understand how the pair of them even got together. I mean, she's always been a legendary predator. Even Dion wouldn't go there, and he's not the fuzzy type. We've all got to draw a line somewhere, dude. There's a bottom of the barrel, and she's like below it, man. Firmly below the barrel. Still down in the dumps, old friend? Yeah, man. I don't think I'll ever get over Thongy. But it must be a wrench moving from the North Pole to this dump, leaving old Saint Nick behind. From mountains of snow and ice to drizzle and concrete. It's tough. We really miss the other elves. Rumpy, Pumpy, and Spunky. Boner and Chordy, Queefy, and Clefty. Fuck me. Sounds like you should be all working in Grand's Bongo shop. <laughs> Excuse me, mister, but that's racist. Those are traditional elven names. Even Queefy? Especially Queefy. Be kind, Thor. You can't imagine what these little guys have been through. Grand Summers works them all day and night! <laughs> well, yes. M apologies. That was rude of me. Can we perhaps offer you some seasonal fare? Yes, we've got a special chuff by a buffet just for the occasion. We're not big eaters. We're not big eaters. Are you sure? We split half a candy cane last night. I'm still full up. We're not big eaters. No, we're not big eaters. Well, okay then. I suppose you're not big eaters. The thing is though, and it's not really your fault, but I wanted this to be a joyous episode. 
I wanted Yule spirit, festive decorations, joy and merriment. You guys have brought dildos and misery. Again, not your fault. I blame Amon. To be fair, sir, the other elves, Queefy and so forth, are very busy this time of year. It is Christmas. At least Gran didn't come in with them. In my current state, I don't think I could, like, handle that. It would be heinous. Who didn't come with them? Ah! And who said you little shits could have the evening off? Those black rim nobblers don't make themselves, you know. Time is money. Odin's pancake areolas. Is this your doing, Amon? Don't look at me. I didn't invite her. Seasons great and sexy, boys. Which one of you godly hunks wants to pull my Christmas cracker? How on Midgard did you get past our security crown? You mean the big boy downstairs, Cupid? Brian him with some penis-shaped crisps. New line, special in from Amsterdam. <laughs> you monster! <laughs> now, now, boys. No need to fight over me. There's plenty of old grand to go around. Well, there's definitely a lot of you. Thanks, darling. It's so nice of you boys to invite me. We didn't. Oh, come on. Don't be coy. Everyone likes a bit of the old gran. Gods, I'm gonna barf. Don't fight it. Mistress can smell your fear. I don't know how I can. I mean, fighting is my bag. I'm forever smiting. What are you sweeties gossiping about? Bet you're being naughty, boys. Thor, please make it stop. I can't, Dion. We're in the middle of a podcast. I'm going to have to press on. Uh, um, so, Mrs. Summers? Mistress Summers, Thor. Call me mistress. That's gnarly, lady. We ain't comfortable calling you that. Fine, fine. But you'll come around to me later. The boys always do. Um, yes, <laughs> well... Uh, seeing as you're here, do you mind if I ask you a few probing questions? Oh, probe away. I'm not shy. Okay. So, why would a jolly old soul like Kris Kringle want to marry a, um, person such as you? He's such a wholesome straight shooter. While you have a reputation for being, uh, shall we say, not? Oh, cheeky. I wasn't always this way, you know. I played the dutiful wife for the first hundred years or so. Did whatever that boring, rosy, cheeky bastard told me. Then, out of the blue, a revolutionary idea hit me. Why should kids have all the fun? What about the parents? I started sneaking sex toys into Santa's sack. Wow, that was surprisingly touching and a beautiful gesture. Bacchus would approve. Thanks, handsome. I thought so, too. So, did Father Christmas catch on to what you were up to? Yes. Old Jupiter Dingus caught me in the end. And that's what caused the divorce. Oh, no, dear. Interesting. Do enlighten us. Well, surprisingly, he was fine with it for a while. The gift of giving and all that. Then, the Coca-Cola sponsorship came along. Holidays are coming! Holidays are coming! Oh, so festive! Go on. 
The money changed him. He got himself a new suit. Mink fur. Red instead of green. On brand. Top of the range. Brand spanking new slate too. Cadillac made. A new team of reindeer. He sent the old lot to the knacker's yard for glue. Lucifer save us! And the corporation loathes me. They insisted on a new family-friendly image. Mr. Claus told me to ship up or ship out. Clean up my act or leave the North Pole forever. Uh, to be fair, if they were chucking tons of free stuff at me, I would have done the same thing. Being caught in the workshop with Krampus and Bellsnickel didn't help matters either. It was after hours when Nick walked in on us. Bellsnickel was thrashing my ass with his birch switch while I jingled Krampus's bells. You ho ho ho! Oh, come on. Talk about double standards. You godly lot of randy buggers. I mean, Dion's father, Zeus, was always bonking swan. Classic dad. And you thought, probably shagged a minotaur or two in your time. Well, I mean, there is more than one way to escape a labyrinth. Also, they are way sexier than you'd think. Yes, so burly. And following the divorce, that's when you started the Backstreet Dildo Emporium? Well, yes. Stick to what you know. I didn't have much choice. I walked away with a hip flask full of eggnog, a handful of candy canes, and those pointy-eared little shits. Two millennia, and that's all I got. Santa did me proper, which is ironic, because he barely did me at all when we were together. Eggnog dick, you see. So, Mr. Claus neglected the between the sheets. <laughs> How very inconsiderate. I almost feel sorry for you. And let me emphasize, I said almost. A dude should always provide smooches for his dudette, even if it is you. To be fair, even if Santa didn't shake the marital bed like a bowl full of jelly, well, you obviously found solace elsewhere. I mean, you've humped the whole pantheon and half of Asgard. So they say. I heard you have a wall of conquest in your parlor. And you're after a spot on that wall, eh? There's a gap just for you. Between Momus and your brother, Loki. If you want to fill it, I'm sure I can squeeze you in. I think I'll pass. And as for Loki, he never did the dirty with you. He did. Thrice. The naughty boy enjoy it a bit too much, if anything. They don't call him the trickster god for nothing. He had plenty of tricks up his sleeve. And in his pants. He had this thing where he liked me to take a cucumber. And no, no, Odin's tits. Maybe we should retitle him the dickster god. God, I've heard enough. Perhaps you should go. I'd really like to stay. I wish you wouldn't. You know you love me. I really don't. I fancy some tea. I'll add some cyanide. You forgot that I'm immortal. Oh, fuck yeah, it slipped my mind. I know you want to grow my... Dudes, there's a guy in distress here. I'm like grieving over Thongy, and you two are, well, I'm not sure what you're doing. <laughs> 
yes, <laughs> quite right, Dion. Uh, maybe we should turn our attention to Fizzy Jizzy. Fizzy and Jizzy. Yes, quite right. So, my little charms, what's it like working in the Emporium? Well, um, yes, it's, uh... Careful now. Oh, it's wonderful. A dream job, really. Yeah, I hardly notice my latex allergy anymore. Her hands look lovely, all lumpy and swollen that way. It's handy, really, that Mistress Stock is 80% latex. Only the finest Bulgarian latex for my dildo aisle. And we don't mind that Mistress charges us for all that talcum powder. Talcum powder? For squeezing into our PVC uniforms. Gimp suits, you mean? Potatoes, potatoes. And slaving 23 hours a day, it's par for the course for an elf. The regular beatings just make us better versions of ourselves. Satan's heritage stockings! That sounds hellish! Gran, if I hated you before, I truly loathe you now. If you feel that way about me, I guess you don't want to see what's in my stockings. <laughs> No, I guess we fucking don't. That's not what I mean, cheeky. You, Thor, have a very dirty mind. No, old Gran has bought some Christmas gifts for you all. You didn't expect that, did you? Well, uh, no, we didn't. It's not a plethora of STIs, is it? I'm not going through gonorrhea again. No, and no, these are real presents. Taste the singing forgiving. Well, go on then. But if I end up with itchy balls... The first gift is for my horny little devil, Amon. Oh, th that's thoughtful of you, Gran. I I'll unwrap it now. Ooh, so exciting. Look, uh, uh, ooh, I, uh, there's a unicorn horn helmet, I think. Dude, that right there is a whole different kind of horn. That's like a top-mounted man horn helmet. Wearing that... You'd probably be the centre of attention at Bacchanalia. Thank you. How very, um... Yes. Well, I, I might invite myself to one of Dion's shindigs. It's a top seller in the shop. And you're very welcome, Amon. Be sure to invite me along. I want the first girl when you take it for a trial run. Now is a gift for the big fella. Let me see. Ooh, fiddly this wrapping paper. Liberal use of cello tape. Ah. What's this? I can't believe my eyes. A jumbo tube of meat-flavored lube. The ingredients say it's got alcohol in it too. Gran, this, well, is actually very thoughtful. Thank you. Think I'll drink it right now. It's not for drinking, silly. Oh, I'm not bothered about that. I just love the taste of mead. Also, it's got to taste better than that lube-flavoured mead Sigurd got me for my birthday. Well, there's gratitude for you, Thor. I distilled it myself in a bathtub. What's supposed to be a raspberry infused? Well, Sigurd, it tasted like clef. And now, poor sad Dion, I have something very special for you. Don't bother away, D. Ain't nothing gonna cheer this dude up. Don't be so sure, sweet boy. Okay, I'll unwrap it, but I don't see how. Oh, it's just another... Foggy! 
Oh my Zeus, it's Thongy! He's back! I missed you, old pal! It's really you! You smell of Rod Stewart's tainted everything! It's a Yuletide miracle! But how'd you do it, Grant? I mean, Mothman ate him! I may be called Summers these days, but I still have a little of the old class magic left. But thank you so much. My life was over, and now... Now what, young Dion? Now, I think I finally understand the true meaning of the festive season. And what is that, my friend? Well, I reckon it's if you wish hard enough, the thong that Rod Stewart gave you in the 70s, the one you wore every day of your life since, that was heinously digested by the moth man, well, he may just find his way back to you via an old hideous skag. And that's what you believe Yuletide is about then? Yeah, I reckon so. I'm so happy, I could like, sing! Well, well, let me stop you right there, Dion. Given the time of year, I think we should end the episode with a rousing rendition of a traditional Viking carol. Hit the music, Sigurd! for more God Knows Podcast! God bless us, everyone! S oh, sorry, lads. Grand Summer's got past me. Used to Christmas magic. Knob-shaped crisps. Smoky bacon flavour and all. My favourite! <laughs> 